Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Business in Heels podcast, the podcast that inspires and educates women in business globally to succeed. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. So welcome to another episode of Business and Heels podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen and creator of podcastingwithpurpose.com podcast training. Now, as a former corporate chief financial officer, Karen Chaston brings a unique perspective, extensive business experience and hard-earned wisdom that she wished was available to her when she needed them. Now, Karen's suffering and disappointments became the catalyst for personal and spiritual growth, leading her to creating Live Love by Design, an online and offline programs, a book, online TV show, and a podcast. Now, for many women in business, we focus on money and profits, and Karen's strategic approach combines her life experience and financial expertise to assist women specifically to heal from their major life events. Now, allowing them to easily shift their focus from stress and worry to freedom and joy. Now, on today's show, Karen's going to share some insights around how we can easily create a life where we can live and love each and every day. Love who you are, love your life, and create your dreams faster. She's also going to talk about how to create our unique success definition for each area of our life. Sometimes we struggle with that. No wonder we're not achieving it. And mm-hmm. as she and becoming the CEO, the love, live love leader of your life. Let's see how we can do that. She's also going to talk about why she has chosen to share her wisdom that she wishes was available to her at a much younger age through Live Love Give Back to Teens Project. So welcome to the show, Karen. Thank you, Anne-Marie. I'm so excited to be here with you. Yes, me too. And of course, we've of course spoken before on one of the other podcasts that I host and produce. But this topic that we're talking about today, so very important. Women in business will often start their business with a dream, with a desire to make an impact in the world, yet still be inhibited by certain things that really, no matter how hard they work, they just can't achieve that. And I'm loving that you're going to bring some insights, particularly through your journey. Share with us, uh, if you will, take us back to to some of the things that might have been going on in your life that you now obviously share the lessons and the insights that you've learned. But just give for those people who may not be aware of your story, just take us back to that so that we can all um, understand where you're coming from and what you've been through. Well, thank you, Anne-Marie. Well, in 2011, I was a corporate CFO 
And I did not even realise how diseased I was. I was working too much, eating too much, drinking too much, just totally just going through life with my blinkers on. Mm. And I like to refer to that time now as me living in a Groundhog Day days. And the funny thing about it is all of my peers were exactly the same. We were, it was a dog eat dog work and we were all truly in survival. Mm. And none of us had an abundance mentality. None of us understood that just because you have it doesn't mean that I can't have it. Mm. And it truly is my passion to get back into that environment to help people to understand that no matter where you are in life, You've got to put yourself first. Mm. You have to look after yourself. You only have one life. You only have one body. And so many of us truly give up our health mm. in order to get our wealth. And then we spend the rest of our life spending our wealth to get back our health. And it just doesn't work. Yes. It's so much easier if you go on a maintenance program. So how I got out of it? Well, I had to get two really major slaps um, from the universe or God or whatever you want to call it. I have no problem calling it God, though I must admit, a couple of years ago I did. Um, I was brought up Catholic and I had to sort of get through the um, stigma, I guess it was, mm -hmm. of that word, but now I have no problem using it. Mm -hmm. So in July of 2011, my husband and I woke up on a Sunday morning thinking we were going to have a really lazy day at home. And as my husband walked down the stairs and through the back door, taking the rubbish out, he called out, bloody hell, Dan is asleep at our back door. Mm. Now, alarm bells went off because Dan, our 27 year old son, certainly had a habit of drinking too much, but he did always make it home to bed. Mm. So as I quickly took the stairs and ran through the back door, I could see him lying there in the fetal position with saliva coming out of his mouth. And, you know, within seconds, the paramedics arrived and they actually said, I'm sorry, madam, he's dead. Mm. And that certainly was the last thing I ever expected, the last thing any mother or any parent would expect. But... At the time, as I said, I was so engrossed in, in my being my tough, ambitious self. I knew how to be a CFO. I did not know how to be a grieving mother. Mm. I didn't want to be a grieving mother. So I literally just went straight back to work after his funeral. And, and you know, that was meant to be my wake-up call. But it, it didn't happen for another 15 months mm. when the company I was working through, for was merging with another company and through the merger process the directors came to me and they said Karen you are not going to be the CFO in the new company but you'll be more or less doing exactly what you're doing now and I sort of thought that's okay you know typical woman I don't really care about my title you know I know what I'm doing all this sort of stuff well it was okay until they decided to offer me two thirds of my current salary. Mm. And then I suddenly thought, do you know what? I'm only here for the money. That's the only thing that's keeping me going. Yeah. I hadn't respected my son. I hadn't respected myself. And I started to realize that, do you know what? 
I'm I'm diseased. Um, I didn't, you know, I didn't even take time to grieve properly. I am overweight, and now there's just no respect. But they had the audacity to say to me that everyone is going to be new employees in the new company. So your past track work record means nothing. I'd worked for this company for five years. Wow. I had given them my life. Yeah. And I'm just so grateful that I had enough in me to go, no, hmm. this is not good enough. Yes. Like how many people would actually go, well, it's a job and you know what? Even at two-thirds of my salary, it's still a great salary. Mm -hmm. Most women don't even earn half of that salary. So what am I complaining about? But I just knew, no. Mm -hmm. And I knew my whole inner wisdom was saying, get out, yes. get out. This is not what you're meant to be doing. And I now know that I had to live that life so I could do what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. which is helping people to understand their whole life and how they can have it all, mm. but they have to embrace their whole life. They can't just embrace one or two areas like I did. You've got to embrace it all. Mm -hmm. And I also can stand up on stage and I can actually say to, you know, the people who I'm, I'm sharing my knowledge with, I've lived your life. Yeah. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It may for a little while, but it won't long term. Yes. Why are there so many diseases, so much cancer and so many illnesses that come back to stress as the major cause? Yeah, yeah. Yes, and even uh, science is now in the medical industry are starting to recognise just how much environment, our internal environment and our external environment yeah can impact our health so negatively. You know, Karen, I've heard you share that story before and still even hearing it today, I cannot imagine, and I'm sure as all of the mothers who are watching today, women in business who are also mothers, cannot even fathom the experience that you have uh, that you had to endure and go through at the loss of your son. So I'm sure we all really are there with you. And, and you know, sometimes, you. as you just said, sometimes we do need to go through these experiences and then realize, you know what, we need to be a voice as you are now, because you don't want to have happened what your family experienced, what you experienced as this woman who was in this well-paid role, was respected, then all of a sudden, after giving so much of, of your hard work and, and knowledge and expertise to have uh, them turn around and say, well, look, you know, stay on, but we're not going to value you um, through that. Mm. And so now you want to speak into that and not allow others to have to experience what you went through. And as you say, sometimes we do need to take that step back and say, no, this is not all right. Because I think sometimes as women, what we try and do is justify, don't we? As, as you yeah. gave some examples. So what would you say are some of the insights that you've learned that you now like to share around how can we start to create that life where we love each and every day who we are when we yes. are recognizing circumstances that we have allowed to impact us yet we're not happy with so what are some things that we need to start to do well the first thing we've got to do and i've i've got nine areas of life in my wellness wheel model and i purposely have nine because nine is all about birthing mm. 
And it's all about you understanding that you have to birth your life and then you have to design what you want your life to live with. Mm -hmm. And the nine areas of life are broken down into four pillars to make it easier because nine's a lot for some people to remember. So it's all about you, Mm -hmm. all about your relationships, all about your expertise and all about your wealth creation. Now, most people do it the other way around. They go, okay, this is the wealth I want. This job will get me that wealth. Sure, I'll get a couple of relationships along the way and then I'll look after me. Mm. Well, it won't work because it's we've all been on a plane. We've all heard the safety announcement. In case of emergency, please put your own oxygen mask on first before you assist others. Mm. Now, I've discovered that that is a daily requirement. And if it means getting up an hour earlier each morning and doing your routines Mm. and loving who you are, do it. It's the best gift that you can give to yourself. Mm -hmm. And to understand the way we breathe and the way that we actually are with ourselves, just by being quiet, just by listening, by understanding that we actually have everything inside of us that we require to thrive. Yes. But we're too busy looking outside, comparing ourselves to others, thinking, oh, they have it. Why can't I have that? Mm. We all have our own unique gifts and talents. And the more we actually understand who we are and actually dive into them, then we can create our live, love, way of life, which I just love. Mm. But it has to start with you. And that's not from an ego perspective. It's from a, the more I look after me, Mm -hmm. the more I can look after others perspective. Yes, yes. Something that you just mentioned, which I think so many of us uh, we're aware of and we've heard before, yet we don't acknowledge and we don't allow ourselves to do this. And this is recognizing our unique gifts, our talents and strengths, and just the way that we want to work and operate. And so often when we are in an environment, and this may very well be even with clients, so if you're in corporate or with clients, their style may be quite different to yours. And so what we will often do as women is we'll try and adapt to become who we think that they expect us to be. Yet by doing that, we deny ourselves. And often if we're having to adapt all the time, it is absolutely exhausting. And we don't let that uniqueness shine through. So what was it that maybe happened for you that you thought, you know what, I don't operate at the style and that's not my best. I'm going to give myself permission to just be me. And I'm sure through those insights, we can learn and and do that as well. And that in itself, I think, can be one of the biggest lessons that we can learn and embrace. So what was that for you? Well, it took me a while. It took me probably about five years after I chose redundancy from that corporation And I did these amazing programs with a lot of different people. Mm. And I started to realise that I wasn't me. Mm. I had drifted so far away from who I was naturally that I realised, oh, my God, Mm. I am not me. And I actually read a couple of years ago now um, on this amazing site, FMTV, which is Food Matters TV, mm-hmm. and they have amazing videos. I highly recommend that to anyone because um, it really, a lot of research videos and everything about how to actually look after yourself. Yes. And they actually made a comment that if you're always angry, you don't have enough green in your life. 
And when I read it, I thought, oh, my God, when I was a CFO, I was always angry. Yeah. I, it took nothing for me to fly off the handle. And it was quite ridiculous. And even to the point where I would argue with people, I do things the quickest way, do it my way. Yeah. Now, how ridiculous is that? There's an infinite number of ways of doing anything. Mm. So why would my way be the only way? Yes. You know, and just as I said, I was in this Groundhog Day days and I didn't even realise. And then I took that that saying one step further because I do green juice every morning. And I thought, I'm not as angry as what I used to be. And I never used to green juice when I was in that corporate role. Yeah. But then I went, now, wait a minute. Green is the colour of the heart chakra. Mm. So you need more love in your life. And I went, I certainly did for myself and for others mm -hmm. to actually have a relationship with people where you allow them to be who they are and you don't judge them mm -hmm. and you actually sit back and with every conversation you have with these people, you realise that we reflect each other. So what is it about them, whether you like them or you don't like them, that's triggering you? Mm -hmm. What is it that you're meant to learn here? What is it you're meant to heal? What is it you're meant to grow? Mm -hmm. And when you start to come at life from that perspective, it's so much easier on your body. Yes. It's so much easier because you're continually in competition with one person. And I like to call that person yesterday me. Mm -hmm. And I do a reflective exercise every night where I actually reflect back on the day saying, what did I learn today? Or and, and another one, what would I do exactly the same way that I did today? Yeah. Or what would I do differently to the what I did today? And that's how you're continually comparing yourself to yesterday me mm -hmm. and growing and learning. And actually, you start to value everyone for who they are and you allow people to be who they are, which... Let's face it, we live in a world where there's so many different types of people, different religion, different politics, the whole lot of it. When you come from that perspective where you can sit back and you can go, I don't really understand why they are that way, mm. but it's okay as long as they don't impact my world and don't try to force me to become their world, mm. that's okay. Mm. Yeah, great, great insights. And I think just uh, hearing you explain those things where we do reflect and so often we're rushing forward, aren't we? We're thinking about this and we're preempting things. I mean, I, I'm the first to admit sometimes if I allow myself, I can have these um, arguments within my own head about if, if he says this or she says this and I'm going to, and then all of a sudden, well, I've just wasted five minutes or 10 minutes of my life and we get ourselves all worked up and then something happens and it didn't happen. And how much time do, do we waste? And as you say, that impacts, it increases stress in our body, which we certainly don't want. When we're thinking about unique success definition for our life, and becoming the CEO, the live, love leader of our life. Sometimes it's because we find it hard to clarify what that is, isn't it? Or what it's we sometimes exactly. do is we'll look at what other people are doing and achieving and we try and emulate that, which is not for us. So what would be one insight in, in this area to help us get clear on what is it our definition? And that's just it. 
what is our definition? Yeah. 95% of the population have not even taken the time to define what success means to them. Mm. They go, okay, being successful is having a lot of money. Um, but is it? Uh, have a look at like a lot of people who have a lot of money. Do they have great relationships with themselves or with others? Are they actually a great member of society? Mm. Do they actually give back? And that's what I do with all of my clients is I get them to take down the time to actually define what success means to them, not only overall, but into each of the nine areas of their life. Mm. And then to see and compare, and this is where it gets a little bit hard and tricky, okay, this is what success means. Where am I now? Mm. And what is the gap? And what are the steps I need to take to close that gap? And the beautiful thing about it is when you actually are aware of where you really want to be on your definition, you can quite easily close that gap. Sure, it does take discipline. Mm -hmm. And I like to say, schedule it into your calendar. Figure out what those action steps are. Chunk them down to weekly or daily action steps. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you'll start to realise that that gap is closing. And as you get closer and closer and closer to what your definition is, guess what? Mm. You'll redefine it and you'll up the ante. Yeah. Because most of us play small. Mm. Most of us don't realise that we can achieve a lot more than what we give ourselves credit for. Yes. And so that's a continual exercise that you keep doing. And before you know it, you look back and, you know, a year or so down the track and you go, wow, you know, for 20 years I did nothing. And then for five years, I've done 10 times more mm. and I've achieved everything all because I've started to put the focus onto me, mm -hmm. but not from an ego perspective, from a, this is the person who I want to be spiritually, mentally, mm. emotionally, uh, physically. This is the person I want to have relations. This is who I want to be when I'm with my partner, with, when I'm with my children, when I'm with my friends. Yeah. And you'll probably be a different person with all of them. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. But you've got to define what that means to you. And most people don't. Mm -hmm. They just go, this is what they say a great parent is. Mm. How many times do, do well-meaning parents think they're doing the right thing by becoming friends with their teenagers? Mm -hmm. That's not the time to be friends with your children. Yes. When they're in their 30s and 40s, sure, but not when they're teenagers and their brain is still developing. Mm. Yeah. But they haven't so taken true. the time to go, no, this is in my child's best interest. At this time, I need to be this parent. Mm -hmm. There's so many, uh, when we think of the relationships that we're involved in, and many of us are parents, and then with clients, and, and then, of course, if we're employed, if we're working for someone at their corporate relationships yeah. too, there's a whole lot of things that, you know, all of those insights you shared are so very important. One of the things, and I just want to touch on this, because I think as women, we can often really, um, because we can, care we're carers we're natural nurturers yeah. so we can often spread ourselves way too thin and i love that you're constantly reminding us to to be mindful of what our needs are and for some of us um it can be really difficult to start to to think you know what are my needs first am i 
looking after myself. And there's a beautiful analogy that I heard one time and it's so true. And she said to her children, look, I love you very, very much. And I want to be there to support you as, as much as I can. She said, but every now and again, mum needs some time on her own. Now think of this as a fruit bowl. So every time I love you and I support you and play games, whatever it is, I'm giving you a piece of fruit. Now, every time that fruit bowl is empty, I need to replenish and that means and she explained and so she said anytime that you hear me say the fruit bowl's empty mum needs to replenish it and she spoke about that with her children and and they gave her that time and space now it's like that isn't it if you keep giving it giving is. giving giving eventually there's nothing left so there's nothing exactly. about being guilty and shameful I mean I think sometimes as women we can wear that guilt as a badge of honor but really you're not helping anyone are you if you're stretching no. yourself too thin and being too many you things are to too definitely many definitely not helping anyone. Yeah. And the best thing is to learn how to say no. And most women do not know how to do that. And actually, before they actually answer a request from someone, mm. to actually sit back and actually go, now, wait a minute, is this going to drain my time and energy mm -hmm. if I say yes? Okay. Is this going to lead me any closer to my goals? Mm. Okay. And the last one, is it going to bring me joy? Mm -hmm. Like how many times do we say yes to things and then you're thinking, oh, my God, I really don't want to do it. Why did I say yes? Yeah. And it is draining your energy. It's draining your time. And time is the only resource in the whole universe that we cannot get back. Yes. Everything else we can get back. Yeah. Okay? We lose some money, we can get it back. We lose um, relationships, we can get them back. It is the only thing we can't get back. So we need to value our time and actually say, if I say yes to this, mm. am I saying no to me? Yeah. And so more true. often than not, you are actually saying no to me. And one of my great sayings, which I just love, is you are the only person you are going to spend your entire life with. Yeah. So why are you putting yourself last and giving up on your dreams? Yes, so, so and true. And the analogy that you said before it was so beautiful because that lady was being such a great example to her children. Mm -hmm. to, to give your children the gift of actually saying, you need your alone time. You, you need your time to actually just be. Yeah. We are human beings, not human doings. Yes. And it's in the being that we actually replenish, we can breathe, mm -hmm. but more importantly, we can tap into our inner wisdom, our knowing, our yeah. higher self, and actually check in and say, is this the life I really want to live? Mm. Am I being true to me or have I sold out? Like a lot of people sell out in the corporate world. They give up on their values. Mm. They, they just don't understand that it's really the worst thing that you can do. The best thing you can do is your values are ever threatened is to walk away. Yes. Yeah. Sure, you might be walking away from a great job and a great salary, but you know what? It's going to eat at you from the yeah. inside out and you are going to get sick. Yeah. The cost to your health and well-being, emotionally, spiritually, physically, yeah. may not show yeah. up then and there, but it will continue to compound till something happens like a significant event and sometimes I mean I've heard stories where women have consistently just allowed their barrier you know their barriers 
to be infiltrated. Yep. They've um, compromised on their values and they've ended up with a life-threatening illness, which can happen because, exactly. you know, women, we can and take And more than likely, blood. it's going to be breast cancer because it's around the heart. You give up on your heart and your soul in any way. If you sell out, you will be affected with um, with breast cancer, pancreatic cancer. Look at Steve Jobs, right? He had pancreatic cancer because he, he sold out. I, I read just recently um, one of my sons, he got married in Poland in July and then he had an Australian wedding just last month. And I, I, the day before I got this, uh, the last letters from Steve's job and he, and I came in and I read it um, on that day and it was all about, sure, I was, you know, the pinnacle of success. Mm. He says, but when you're lying here dying, you realise I've sold out. Mm. He gave up on so much. And, you know, a lot of people say he wasn't that much of a nice man mm. because it was all about business. So is that the way we really want to live our life and exit to go on to our next adventure? Mm. To actually realise that, sure, we've got all the wealth in the world and we can do whatever we want to, but we're not really a nice person. Mm. Our relationships aren't that great. And and you look at him just before he passed. He had shriveled down to a very, very old, old man and he was only 56. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a it's a huge wake up call, and um, mm. so everything that you've shared certainly is uh, food for thought in all those areas. So let's talk about love, live, love, give back to teens project. Share a bit more about this. Oh, I love this. So not many people know, but at sixteen, I found myself pregnant. Not sure how that happened. Well, yes, I did know. <laughs> and I chose. It was in nineteen seventy three, and I chose to adopt my daughter out which um, is, you know, it, the, at the time it was the right decision. Knowing what I know now, I would certainly choose differently. And she is in my life and it is a relationship that we're working on growing. Though what I found is when teenagers fall pregnant, and it doesn't matter what solution they choose, whether they decide to get married, decide to have an abortion, decide to raise the child as a single mum or to adopt their child out like I did, it stays with you for the rest of your life mm. and it does change you. I'm a great believer that we are all the sum of our past experiences and I just want to help the young women to actually gift them and sponsor them into my uh, Live Love Keys to a Young Woman Success online program to actually get these gems. I would have loved to have known back in my 20s, 30s or even 40s what I know now and what I share. Yeah. And I know that the young women now especially, they're looking at ways of achieving and they're willing to listen. They're willing to grow and do exercises so that they can become more aware. They don't want to wait 20 years to get to the top. Mm -hmm. They want it now. Mm -hmm. And they're willing to do things and to read things and to educate themselves. And that's what I love. And I just think that if you have a young child when you're young, you can still create all of your dreams. Yeah. They might be slightly different, but you still can achieve everything you want. You don't have to then go off and have, as we've seen so many times, five more children with five different dads. You can still do everything that you dreamed about from the time that you were little. And that's my give back. 
um, uh, way because I just think it's it's unbelievable to know what I know now mm -hmm. and I just want to share it with the young people. Yeah, they I love that. I love that. You know, it's interesting, you know, if you ask yourself, what would you tell your younger self? Yes. My goodness, I would write a few books, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and really oh, it goes, uh, the biggest is, is really everything that we've spoken about today. Get over yourself. Okay. Just do it. There's no such thing as mistakes. Everything that you do, you can learn from. And it could just oh, be the lesson totally. that you can impart to someone else. And yeah. you know what? You Actually, are good enough. You are good enough. To, yeah, there's so many different right. and things. And even that word lesson, right? I was yeah. speaking to a lady a couple of years ago and I went, I was talking about, you know, everything's a lesson in life. And I went, oh, oh. And she goes, what, what? I said, lesson. It teaches you how to live your life. The sooner you get the lesson, the less on you. Yeah. How great is that yeah. language? I love that. It's true. It's true. And it you know, sometimes true. the trigger and not you I often and you probably smile on the inside too, or probably because this is your stand for, you can't help but actually share some insights into it. You hear people going, I don't know what it is, but I keep on it I keep on going on the cycle. The same thing happens all the time. And it's like, well there's a lesson in that. And guess what? You will continue to go through that because you yep. haven't learned yet what you need to that'll enable you to move forward through yep. that. So uh, massive. And actually the best book on that yeah. is Radical Forgiveness. I don't mm. know if you've read it. Mm -hmm. um, but have you read it? No. Okay, so it's a book and it's actually about no one does anything to you, they do it for you on a soul level. Mm -hmm. So if you are continually getting the same partner, who treats you the way you don't want to be treated, yeah. they're actually reflecting back to you the lesson that you need to get. Mm. So the start, time you start to do radical forgiveness and that's on a soul level and mm. you start to see it. Sure, you don't have to hang out with someone if they abused you sexually or anything when you were a child, but the sooner you come to forgiveness over it, mm. the sooner you can move on and you can understand that that was your journey this lifetime yeah. and you don't have you can forgive them on a soul level you don't have to go and do it and it's just an amazing experience i only read that book a couple of months ago yes and it's i tell everyone about it because it makes so much sense why carry around all this stuff mm. where the other person isn't even aware of how you uh have this blame and shame and all of these other things about it mm. forgive and move on and create your dream life. Yeah, so important. You know, I was just speaking to my daughter about it this morning and she's seeing someone at the moment, just working through a few things. She said, Mum, some of the things that are coming up, because we have a fantastic relationship, she said, you know, you're involved in it. And then I said, you know what, you need to talk about those things because you're not saying that I'm good or bad. It's the meaning you gave to it at that time as a child. So you've got to go through those stages of forgiveness yeah. and healing and learning because, you know, as an adult we see things differently but if we haven't as you said gone through that and had the learning from that and forgiven around that and had healing around that sadly that's going to continue to be triggered um at, even as an adult and i think forgiveness yes. is one of the greatest gifts that you can give to yourself because otherwise you carry that around you and you can't be the best that you can be for yourself and of course uh, to others which i know that many women want to be you know, supporting uh, to others. So Karen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Share with people, how can they reach out? What's the best way to connect with you? 
So the best way they can uh, connect with me is they can either email me at karen at karenchaston.com.au. Go to my websites. I've got two, uh, livelovebydesign.com or karenchaston.com.au. And I've just about to start my online TV show, which is called Live Love by Design TV. So on Facebook, you can reach out to me. I've, I've got all the you know normal Facebook pages, LinkedIn. Just type my name in. Yes. I've got a, Google a you. unique name. <laughs> yeah, Google me. I've got such a unique name that I come up pretty uh, well at the top, so yeah. that's good. <laughs> yeah, fabulous. Well, as always, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today and, uh, you know, all the very best sharing the message. I think it's so important when we can speak into the lives of younger women and give them the foundations and the tools that they need. It just opens up a whole lot of um, pathways that sometimes we can let what's going on in the world and, and things that we think we have to be and should be and all of that just get in the way. And so uh, yeah. love the conversation that we had today. Thank you so oh, much for coming you. on the show. And if anyone has any young woman who we've described for the Live, Love, Give Back to Teens project, mm -hmm. please reach out to me because I'd love to sponsor them into the program. Yeah. Um, or if other people on the other hand want to sponsor, please do so as well. Fabulous. So thank you, Anne-Marie. Thanks, Karen.